Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play Music. Please make sure to leave us a five-star review because that is all we accept. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. (laughs) So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are joined by, uh, wait, Dina, what was your name the other night on Bitches and Stitches? I think it was uh, Rosie Vagina. Rosie Rosie (laughs) Vajayjay. We are joined today by Rosie Vajayjay, who has uh, picked us up from the airport because we are literally on the road as we speak, doing this podcast via cell phone because Dave said that this was doable, so if it's... I'm laughing. This is so ridiculous. If it's shit, it's... But it's not... You know what? It's not on us. So, But we're here, and we are driving uh, on a road. Down the shore. Down the shore, as they say. In Jersey. And we are together because we are working on our upcoming tour, My Name Is Not Mom. So we just figured we'd uh, shoot the shit in the car on the way to the shore. There you That's go. That's a tongue twister. Say that three times. Shoot the sh. <sighs> I'm out. I couldn't make one. Shoot the sh in the car on the way to the shore. Shoot the, the sh in the car on the way to the shore. Oh no, no. Shoot the sh in the car on the way to the seashore. 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 Yeah. So. Do we have any topics for today? Or? No. I just figured we would talk about like the why we're doing this show because it really kind of hit me when I was getting ready because I know that you each have traveled since this started no yeah not you you did a girl's trip didn't you uh, oh yeah yeah you went somewhere <laughs> for your friend's wedding that's right was that not public knowledge no. you can take it out i just did, i forgot oh you forgot okay yeah, my sister's wedding your sister's wedding yeah your sister's wedding that's right so your sister's wedding you traveled i don't remember where but you went and it was still during crazy times. Yeah. And Dina, you've worked. I went to one gig. One gig. One gig in Texas. In Texas. In the middle. Yeah. And so this was my first time traveling and it was weird because I had additional emotional and mental baggage on this flight. Mm. And it wasn't that I was worried about the plane or worried about any of that. It was just, I hadn't done it in so long. It's like when... It's just like when you haven't done something in so long. What were you, what was it though? What were you afraid of? I think just the routine of like getting packed and getting ready. And then just the fact that I haven't been away from my kids or Dave in 480 some odd days. Ugh. Oh that's my gosh, time. dude. That's nuts. When well, you I, say it that way, it didn't seem like a long time until yeah. you added it up. Well, I did. I added it up. I was like, okay, February uh, was the last time I traveled. I was yeah. out in LA. That was February of 2020. It's June of 2021. It's 480 some odd days that I've been with my family nonstop. And this is the first time that I'm coming out. And it made me think about all of those moms and women who've been sitting here listening to us each day as we made it through those 480 some odd days, right? Yeah, I mean, every once in a while, I don't know like how your feed will say like, this was you a year ago, you know, I pay much more attention now to those memories when they come up because it does seem like a totally different time. Like you just like visually, like my hair was pink and like I hadn't shaved in months and 
I wasn't wearing any makeup and I had my, I had my glasses on. I still have my glasses. I still haven't moved back to like normal people eyewear, you know, and whatever I was talking about. Was, I remember the pink hair. Just, yeah. I remember when you did. We all had a color hair uh -huh. face, right? Yeah. You know, so you just, I don't know, but it, it feels like more than a year ago. It feels like 10 years ago. I mean, I, so I have purple hair. I, uh -huh. Should I be offended? Like, no, no, is no, it just no, a phase no, people no, go through? No, no, no. Did it ever, like, did you color your hair ever before the pandemic or was it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I never did. I never, ever did. I think there's a lot more people that were like doing their own roots. Like that yep. was the first time I did my roots. Yeah. That was the first time that I didn't have, like, I always had to worry, like if I had a gig, like if I colored my hair pink, I didn't know how long it would last. And maybe I had a gig coming up that was like a corporate and I was like, shouldn't show up with pink hair. But like you knew you weren't going anywhere, so I feel like everybody just started dyeing their hair and yeah, you know, I was weird. I had braid. I went through my braids phase. Yeah, I remember the braids. Yeah, you reminded me of the Swiss milkmaid. Thank you. I You're don't welcome. know if that's a compliment. It was. Take it was a total compliment. Yeah. Um, I had. I just was afraid of the plane crashing. Oh, we're back on that. Listen, okay. here's the thing. I. I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but I figure since the show's so old, I can say it. I've been obsessed with Grey's Anatomy, so I downloaded some episodes to watch on the plane. And you'll never guess -uh. what the episodes oh, were about there. It wasn't a plane crash episode. It was a plane crash. Yeah. And the aftermath of the plane crash. And yeah. I, um, it just, I, I'm like, I got to turn this off. This yeah. isn't good. Did, did you turn it off? Yeah. Okay, good. I had an unaccompanied minor next to me. Bad idea. <laughs> Could so, you imagine? Could you imagine if you played I that? I was mom until the lady next to me started watching the show where everybody dies on a plane. Not everybody dies, by the way. Not to, not to an additional spoiler uh, alert I, for Grace. I know. You haven't. You, I, you've I not. Stopped. I don't know when I stopped, but people will say something like, what happened? Oh, yeah. There, but there's so many that. seasons. Yeah. So, anyway... I, I, I was thinking to myself, like, okay, there's an unaccompanied minor. Like, nothing bad's going to happen, you know? All right, whatever higher power is out there is not going to take this little kid's first plane trip and make it the end, you know? So it was, like, reassuring. And then That's good. <laughs> I, I just started playing a snake game, and before I knew it, I was in Philly. Yeah. I have a question about unaccompanied minors. So tell me what age do you think a kid still needs to be a company. So my sister is, I'm, I'm, my niece is coming up next week. And my sister was like, you need to make sure that you meet Jan at the gate and then walk her out to get her luggage, which I'm fine to do. But I was like, Jan has her driver's license. She was like, yeah, but she's still 16 because they're in Virginia. I was like, okay, but she can drive a car. Like, what does she need? Does she need me to walk hands? her from the gate? Like, just tell her to follow the signs that say luggage. But my sister's like, Dina. She was, she was so offended. Upset. She was very offended. Mm -hmm. I was like, listen, I'm happy to go get her. I just, if she can operate a vehicle at 60 miles an hour, I don't understand. Am I crazy? No, I think, I, 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 I think my first unaccompanied flight, I, I was maybe eight. And my, what? I was eight and my brother was nine and my parents dipped and, and put us on a plane to Florida to my grandparents. And we were just on the plane. They dipped? Like, they were like, they were like, we're out. You're oh. going to grandma and pa's. And it's like, okay. And then the flight attendant just took us and sat us down and that was it. Right. But that makes sense at eight. But like at 16, what do you? No, I would, I'd like figure it out. If you can drive. That's what I'm saying. You can't follow a sign. I was, to... like, I was like, Nick, I just don't, 
I mean, I'm, I'm happy to do it. I just, she got her license. She was, she was like, she is still. I was like, okay, I would get her. I switched seats in the plane. The, this lady came and sat next to me and this guy's like, do you mind if I sit there? That's my wife. And I was like, well, it depends. Are you in first class or not? <laughs> He's like, I'm right behind you. And I was like, okay, perfect. Of course, no problem. And then I'm like remembering the movie Final Destination. Oh, my God. When they switch seats. Yeah. I never saw it. And, and they, later on, they died in the order of their seat deaths. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is hitting too close to home, dude. So I had to do breathing exercises and yeah. Uh, Did you have a crystal? crystal? Oh, good. As long as you had a crystal on the flight, you're okay. Yeah, we were fine. It's yeah. angelite. So it's angelite. Like, yeah. Oh, so like angel wings. Brooke is all about the crystal. Thing. Then she needs to talk to Tiffany. I don't know anything about Brooke them. Is literally, like, I gotta find the local crystal shop. Is she the one yeah. with anxiety? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're just so desperate to feel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> crystal. <laughs> Did you see the meme on um, on the Instagram page thirty AF? Where it was like it was like a picture of a, a a home decor place, and and it had a painting, and it just said "I am enough, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough" over and over again, and it's like, here's a picture so that you can hang in your house, so everybody who comes to your home knows you're riddled with anxiety and you have a feeling of worthlessness. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I was like, oh my gosh, if that isn't true, now every time I see one of those pictures, I think, are you okay? Do you need a hug? And I don't even <laughs> want to hug anybody, but I'm like, is everything all right? But yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I, I had so many thoughts getting ready for this week about the show and about why we're doing the show and like why we think it's so important that moms are, that they feel seen and heard. And to me, that's what I think our show is about. My name is not mom is about t telling these women like, Hey, we see you, we hear you, we are you. And and, and it's good to come out and laugh and, and feel, I don't know, just feel validated. Like that's what I want these women to, to get out of our show. Like that's when I think about our show, when I think about my name is not mom, that's what I want to bring and deliver and just say, thank you for supporting us. We want to give you something. Yeah. And like, we're ready to get the heck out of our houses, dude. Oh yeah. yeah that, that's A good. night out. Like I, I can't wait. Yeah. yeah, I think this past year, I mean, you know, you started to uh, really appreciate a weekend. You know, you don't realize that, you know, the weekends would give you a little bit of a break from your kids. But when you take that out and you never have a weekend for 18 months, you're just like, it's literally mom all day, every day, no break, no babysitter, no grandparents, no this, no that. And you're just like, that's a little much. So I feel like. It's important coming out, especially this time, for people to start feeling like themselves. Like, yeah, great, my kid gets to go to baseball and then I'm gonna drop him off and I'm gonna go do something for myself, something that makes me feel like myself. Like there was just an article and it was saying like 66% of Americans feel like there's some kind of normalcy back. And mm -hmm. so, you know, coming out to the show, I think, just coming to the show, I think, is a sign of being normal. So I think that you know, being able to talk about motherhood and laugh about it and all that's even better. Yeah. I mean, and people are, you know, not, uh, not that we, you know, we've talked about vaccines on here before and, and whatever. I mean, you do you boo, but like, uh, I was reading up and we are close to the 70% nation, 
nationwide. So it's also good to know that, um, you know, we can start to have this normalcy because we're, people are getting vaccinated. People are going out. Um, the masks are coming off, you know, CDC uh, restrictions are down and it's time. It's just time to, now I wasn't, I thought I was ready to return to the world, but then when it happened, I was like, skirt, dirt, 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 like slow down. That gave me some anxiety, just entering society again. Um, but I'm glad I did because I feel like we have kind of gotten back a bit, you know, like my kids are full force in sports. Um, you know, the school year is finally ending. Um, tomorrow is the last day of school for my kids. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's coming to a close. And this is actually the first summer that I was happy that school was ending, which yeah. sounds weird because they've been with us for so long, but I felt like after the year we had, I like, we needed a break, yeah. which sounds stupid because we had all of that break up front. Right. But like after however many months we were in school, it was just like, no, no, we need to be done now. Like yeah. it's June, it's June, whatever, well, the 11th. Bringing a break, you know, like, like the nice thing was that you weren't like over scheduling your kids with 20 things, but just trying to keep up with school and you know, it just required a lot of kids to be able to self-monitor themselves, which I think, you know, my kids are older. My kids are in high school. That's a little easier. But for those kids that were in middle school or younger, like that fell on those parents to be able to manage all that. And it, I think that the parents were just as burnt out by the end of the year as the kids were, if not more. So I totally get it. We interrupt this podcast for a weather update. It is now raining as we drive down the highway there are pelts of rain hitting the windshield. Can you hear it? I feel like they're going to be able to hear it. Yeah. I thought you were just telling me because you know how excited I get about weather. No. I thought you were just going to be like, did you know? I just wanted to say it before you started because <laughs> it would never stop. First of all, some people like weather updates. Why do you, why do you like weather? I just like it's to talk. She wants to talk about okay. whatever. It's like her icebreaker in conversations when she meets somebody. She's like, hey, I'm Meredith. Nice to meet you. How about this weather, huh? The forecast said it was going to be 70% chance of rain, but I'll tell you what, I haven't busted out my umbrella once. And it's like, okay, who cares? I, I do. I like to live life on the edge. Wow. I don't want to know what the weather's going to do. I like to be surprised. Okay. 425 for a toll bridge? Oh, yeah. There's no joke in New Jersey. That's 20. You will get nowhere. Do Wait, do people pay this every day? Oh, I have easy pass. Yeah. Well, you pay this every time? If you, I never leave. I, I, this is the first time I've come up. <laughs> I've left the shore. I don't leave the shore. But yeah. Well, look, so Stephanie, who does, who's going to be doing our tech for the show, to get into my city, there's another toll, and it's $2. And she was stuck because she didn't have the $2. So she was in her car, like, looking for yeah. coins and stuff. And then she found out they take debit. They'll take anything. But we have a lot of easy pass. You know Wait. what we do? What's that? I said, do you know what we do? What do you do? We speed through the sun pass <laughs> line and wait for a bill. You're kidding. I yeah, swear. we've gotten those. Every we've gotten time. those. But yeah. isn't it more? Like, why don't you just get sun pass? Nah, yeah. It's a couple bucks. Yeah, and I think they Do you have as many tolls as Jersey, you think? I would have no idea, but we definitely have tolls as you go through, like, the Tampa area and down south in Miami and up by Jacksonville, there are some tolls, your major cities, your major hubs, I would oh, assume. Yeah. But not just like on like 
on any stretch of 75 yeah. like it's cities right i feel like going to st pete or tampa or something yeah a yeah yep. that's the one where always like don't feel like looking for cash it's 2021 it's 2021 guys do you want to hear a great an update yeah so guess what we got venmo like you as a person well like dave world. I, I still don't do it, but we're now connected. I am connected to somebody who knows how to Venmo. Do you? Do I owe you money? Is that why No, because I've been writing checks this whole time, and what? people have been making oh, fun yeah. of me. And so, like, I was writing a check to the tennis coach the other day, and my friend started busting out laughing because I pulled out my checkbook in my checkbook cover with Gregory on it, who is the my dolphin. sexy dolphin. And he's a very <laughs> handsome dolphin. And, um... She made fun of me, so I was like, you know what, F you, I'll just, I'll get the Venmo. So I tried and failed, but then Dave got it on his phone, and so now I just tell Dave, pay the man the Venmo. I am, I am uh, perplexed by your excitement. It's just, it's an app, right? Yeah, it's an app that you was can this, pay people with. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Oh, okay. Because I have the Venmo. Okay, But, like, I... this was, like, something you were working up to? No, I... I just wanted to, I was trying to explain to Tiffany that, look, I'm coming into 2021. She, does, she's, she never had a cash app before, so she paid with checks. Yeah, I, which I don't see the problem. It's the same. Is it? It is. Yeah, you yeah. can cash my check and it no, will be the okay, same. okay, it's not the same. Because, like, remember, like, when, when I was little, my, if we went food shopping, my mom would rip out her checkbook. Yeah. You never see people rip out a checkbook at... At, at like a shop, right, or a pub? Never. No, not anymore. Never, because everybody uses a debit card. But you know what? If I had to, I would be able to because I carry it in my purse. Yeah, and if more. and if I didn't have plastic or cash, I could write that. Now they probably wouldn't take my check because There's they'd so be like, extra they'd be like, lady, we're not taking a check. Yeah. But I could. Because remember, Just like saying. even in the line, like it'd be like, we have a check, and they'd have yeah. to come over, and a yeah. lady would have to. It's like a whole thing. Did yeah, I tell I you about the time I had to go to financial responsibility class? I did. For what? Because I wrote a bad check for wine one time when I was wasted. I bought wine at Publix, and right. I didn't have any money in my account, but I wrote a check. Uh, and then I had to, to go to jail. There's a class, like if you get points on your license, you have to go to the points class. So there's a thing, there's class for that? For, yeah, for financial responsibility and class. And what do they tell you? Like, you shouldn't do this. What are they Dude, you? I was so high in that class. Oh, wow. I was, listen, I'll be honest. I was on drugs really bad, and I did not sleep the night before. And uh, I don't remember one single thing. Huh. Not one. Okay, so. Moral uh, of the story. Is don't do drugs and be fiscally responsible. There you go. Yeah. So that's the moral of the story, which, which you got there. Yeah. You're, I mean, well, you're, I don't do drugs. I'm not fiscally responsible. I, that's not true. I feel you're like you're. I feel like you're fiscally responsible. First of all, I don't know what fiscally means. It means financially you're so why not making say good financially choices. Financially responsible. Okay. What's fiscal? Like, like the fiscal, fiscal year. Oh, okay. It's January to January. <laughs> I know. I don't understand it because then somebody was talking about: Are you doing cost accounting or are you doing some other accounting? I was like, I'm doing the one where it adds up to a hundred. I don't know what you're saying. And they were like, Well, no, no. one is something. So I don't know the answer. Well, at at the cost versus the profit and loss analysis. Blah, blah, blah. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know what you're saying. I don't. I mean, I'm not really sure either. But Dave makes me. <laughs> Dave makes me sit down on the budget meetings, and so some things go in, some things come out. 
That's what she said. That's just kind of how it works. Okay. All right. Why is your engine light on, Dana? It's oh. always on. Uh, I like to think of it as just like an ornament. Okay. That it just likes to show me that there is an engine. That's oh, not no. how that works because at all. I've taken it to the place and I'm like, it's got this thing on. Everyone, it'll, every once in a while it'll just pop up with just some notices. But the car keeps running. <laughs> okay, and we're and we're going 70, 80 miles an hour down the shore road, whatever the shore road is. The shore road. In a rainstorm. In a rainstorm a on a podcast with you and your engine light on. I didn't notice that. Thanks for noticing it and now freaking it's me out. It just says that there is an engine. That's all. It that is not at all exactly what it means. What it I like how your car tells us the latitude and longitude, as if we're ever going to need that information. Where is that? Oh. And the altitude, we're at 100 feet. We are flying at 100 feet at 392705 North. I don't know you. My favorite, I've never had a nice car. I've always had minivans. I had a big white van, like the ones that you think guys have puppies and still get. I had that van. I never had a nice car. And so when my, I think when Brooke got into high school, I was like, I'm done. I'm going to get this car. And the nicest feature, and I could, I could go back to having a crappy car, but it has to have this feature. This steering wheel heats up. Oh. In the winter, there's a button that you push, and then the whole thing gets That warm. gets you more excited than a heated seat? Uh, no, I do love a heated seat. Because I was going to say. Anything heated. Anything yeah, heated. I definitely, I live in Florida, and in the winter, I like a heated seat. That's what she said. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't, my husband, when I was driving a minivan that was for handicapped people, we got it for like a hundred bucks from a handicapped minivan place. And my very specific place you're looking. Well, there was like only one row of seats in the way back because it was wheelchair accessible. Right, right. Maybe the, anyway, um, so my husband got me, we were gonna buy a new car and he shows up at my house with the car dealer. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, this guy really wants us to buy this car. I'm like, so he insisted on coming to our house <laughs> to talk me into it. And he's like, basically, yeah. So we got a Nissan Pathfinder, which is great. And I'm so grateful. It's so much better than taking public transportation like I used to. Blah, blah, blah. There's no backup camera. Oh. I've hit at least yeah, Jim hates that. seven poles. I'm not used to it. I think that once you go backup camera, you can't go back. Like, I don't have one, so I, I turn around. But right. Jim cut, gets in my car, and it's like he don't know how to work it anymore. He's like, how am I supposed to see behind me? I go, just look over your shoulder. He was like, how do you know you're not going to hit something? I go, I don't know. We've been doing it like that for, I don't know, like a long time. A long time. I, I can't. I'm trying to think when, when, we, when my first car with a backup camera would have been. Because I, I know I've had them for a while now, so I agree with you. Because, like, I have one in my car, and it's literally life-changing that's the one feature that i you would want but did, yeah mini, did the handicap minivan have a camera no it didn't have lights <laughs> so then you couldn't drive had, it at night so the pathfinder so you've never had a car with a nope. camera no. never yeah me neither my husband has one i'm like wow like oh. imagine being able to see behind you yeah it would be so nice so watch i just did it so i crazy. turned around no. It was crazy. That's my neck's not what it used to be. No. I can't be creaking it all over the place. I can't be turning around to drive. Listen, do you know what they do? To They prank their loved ones with backup cameras. 
they cut out a picture of the girl from The Exorcist and tape it <laughs> oh, I've seen that. on the back of the car. Yeah. So when the backup camera pops up, it yeah. looks like there's a demon. It so scares the crap out of me. I'm yeah, trying to it. do it to Drew, but I'm never it. up early enough. Now, you just, should do that and record it because that would be hilarious. We just got the kids a car to share. And it's had like every, it was used, but it had every like, like safety feature. And when he puts on his right blinker, that thing over yeah. the, it yeah. glows. Yeah. It, the camera comes on and yeah. shows you what's so It's crazy. Yeah. They're going to have a camera all over everything. Did you hear in the news the other day they were saying that by relatively soon, by like 20, 2040, that 80 to 90% of cars are going to be electric? Did you hear that? I didn't, but Who's was that 20 that? years from now? Yeah. That's not that I'll still be kicking. Right? I hope. You think about that. Like the entire auto, they're saying the entire automotive industry is going to change. No more gas stations. I mean, for the most part, everybody's going to be docked at a. They're going to have to do charging stations. Yeah, dude, right. that's awkward though. What if you forget to charge your car? You're screwed. No, that would be me. I forget to charge my yeah. phone. My I never, golf cart. I, yeah, I never plug in my phone. To be on the side of the road. Yeah, How but I you think jump somebody. You, you have to just sit there with a the charger. Well, but that's why those stores stores have them now. So when you're parked and you're in shopping, you can charge. Then you have them in your garages at home. You when you have an electric car, you have a charging station in your garage. Look at this guy driving yeah. through the shoulder. <laughs> Whoa! Way. He passed you on the right hand yeah. side. Well, like, welcome to Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys? Welcome to Jersey. We pass on the shoulder and don't give up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, so I'm trying to think if I did see anything interesting in the in the news this week that I wanted to get your opinion on, and I'm trying to think. Well, I wouldn't know about it because I don't watch the news. No, I just meant like in general, like even on, you know, I don't know, world events. I've been off of social media. I know. Still. You you have had quite the respite. How long has it been? Like a month, maybe. That's crazy. Yeah, it feels so weird. So it's you you haven't done a live, not an IG story. Only on like Patreon. Uh-huh. Uh, I've done a couple, but no IG stories, no IG pictures, no looking at anything on social media. Wow. Just Candy Crush. You just gained hours. And Grey's hours. Anatomy. So, so, okay. So after doing 30 days of that, so you've basically done a 30 day social media fast. What have you learned? Moral of the story. Mor yeah. Moral of the story. Um, for me personally, I was so afraid to stop moving because I felt like if I wasn't constantly creating, if I wasn't constantly working, everything was going to fall apart and I would no longer be relevant mm -hmm. and I would lose everything that I've had and stepping back was like a test and um, I haven't looked at my analytics or anything, but I've received nothing but messages of love and compassion from people who are like, we'll always be here for you. What, you know, your mental health is most important and we're not going anywhere. Take care of yourself. And I realized like, if all I have is my family and Grey's Anatomy and Candy Crush, then I'm fine. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah. And you know what else is so weird? I might've told you this last week. I can't remember, but it was always such a huge fear of mine to have to go back to working a regular job after doing. Oh my God. All right. Jesus. Go into the middle. Oh. Go into the middle. Oh my God. Like this. 
Did you not see that car? Yeah, we saw it. Oh. He just, he just like, all right, let's slow down in case he's coming over. He did. He tried. Sorry. I'm sorry. So continue. You ruined my beautiful moment but with no, your drama. Back. Back. Did, I thought we were going to die. No. I always thought that having to go back to a regular job would be like the worst thing in the world um, after having my dream job. And the other night I was like thinking about it and I'm like, dude, I wouldn't mind having to go. Cause like, as long as it's so, it sounds so stupid, but my family, as long as I have my family, it doesn't matter. Like nothing else matters. None of this other stuff matters. Yeah. That's what I've learned. I, uh, but I think you're, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head, right? You, you did a little, uh, soul searching and you found some perspective. And I know that's always been a big thing for you. Like when you step back, you worry, like, is the other shoe going to drop? But I think we all have that feeling, right? Like I, I, you know, I'm, I'm basically wound up like the energizer bunny. And I worry if you don't keep winding it and it stops, then it just, it becomes irrelevant. It's become, now you can panic Meredith. Oh my God. <laughs> He's not really doing this. Oh God, I should not be able. <laughs> okay. Okay. As you know what? As long as we don't freak out. Okay. I like those shingles on that house. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, but I think you're right. I think it, it, when it comes down to it, it's about what really is most important. What do I need you get versus want? What do I need? You get so sucked into this digital world mm. and I spend so much of my time with my face crammed in a phone, like, and for what though? Like so much is happening. I'm wasting precious hours and I, oh, I was going to say something, but I forget what I was going to say. Oh yeah. There's a difference between being busy and being productive. Mm. And I found myself just being busy. I like, as long as I keep moving, then everything's going to be fine. I got to contribute to the family. I got to work. I got to work. I got to figure out new ways to be bigger and better and make more money and make funny, but, and then I just stopped and everything was fine. Mm. So that's, so did, did you have a good peaceful feeling with that though? Yes. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure because like everything you're saying, it's like, yes, yes, yes. But you felt it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Now it's like, I'm not going to be work when I do come back. I'm not going to be working out of fear. Mm. I love it. Working out of excitement and joy. And, and, and how are the creative juices flowing? They're, have they started to come back? They have started to come back. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've unfollowed everybody who makes me feel bad about myself, even if they're not trying to. Yeah. Anybody who makes me feel negatively about myself comparatively, because mm -hmm. I, I compare. Right. And, um, so, <laughs> this is intense doing a podcast <laughs> on the road. <laughs> Three close calls. <laughs> I love you guys. This is all close called. This is just called Jersey. Oh, this is and this is a this is the easy part of Jersey. Oh my god! I think that's great though that you're <laughs> that you're doing that. You're you really know? supportive, friend. Thank you. I do. I, I seriously, because that is a hard one. Is the is following others and then comparing yourself to that, and then you catch yourself going over to their page and being like, "What's going on over here?" Yeah. And you'd like to say that you don't do that, but everybody does it. Yeah. Um, it's normal. We go and we see what other people are doing and working on or whatever. God, but this person's so successful. This yeah. person's so funny. Look at all these likes and shares and views. Who gives a shit? Well, and, and you got to like, and when I, so what I try to do in that case is be like, you know what? I hope everything in their personal life and with their family is good. I do. <laughs> so I'm going to put a curse on. No. Cause I mean like, cause, cause I mean like, 
you just don't know what's going on behind the scene, right? Mm -hmm. You never know. Like somebody, somebody who on the outside looks like they're so successful, there could be, we don't know what other people are going through. Right. Like I've learned that time and again, like time and again, like I think that's probably the main reason I'm so, we're so transparent, right? Like with my relationship with Dave, my relationship with my kids, my relationship with other, you know, with you guys, like I put it out there because it's like, look, everybody's got shit. Yeah. Everybody argues. Everybody bitches about stuff. Everybody vents and complains and moans and, and, and does the normal things. Like, don't like, I thought they were coming for us too. I gotta yeah. stop looking. I gotta put on. I gotta put on a blindfold. Where are you I don't know. At? There's another car. It wasn't even in our lane. You need a bird box. I need a bird box it all the way to the to the house. Uh, but you know, it's um. Do you think that part of this too, like the timing of it, like a lot of people might not relate to, you know, working on the internet and all of that. But I feel like everybody I talk to is is in the same place. Like the coming out of the pandemic. Like I know I ended up you know, really working more on the store and creating other things. And now we're coming out of it. And like you were saying about just being busy, like I, I, I find myself saying to my friends or having to say to myself, like, is this what I want to be doing? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of things that I would, I do that I'm like, do I want to do this? Or did, did I start doing this because I had a necessity and maybe that necessity isn't there anymore. Right. And how do I, how do I meld that into my what my life was before, you know, I just, I feel like regardless of what your occupation is, I feel like for a lot of people, the pandemic really made you stop and think about what you were doing, what you started doing, what you want to do. Like, I, I can't think of one person. And then I just was talking to somebody the other day and she was telling me and I was like, I feel the same way. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I got to figure it out. She was like, really? Like, she was like, you're saying, she was like, surprised. She was like, it just seems like everything's going so well. And I'm like, I know, but I think that that's, that's the catch, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you look, it always seems like it's going so much better for other people. But right. like you're saying, like, it's not always that. And, you know, I, I guess we should all just take for granted. Yep. Look at it. Gordon Ramsay is here. Where is he? He's at my house. He's making dinner. That's the special dinner. Okay, that's that's my celebrity go-to. If you didn't know, your crush. Yeah, Gordon really? Ramsay. He's your. He's I want him to. I want him to serve me food and call me a donkey. Wait. Yeah. What? I'm not even Is kidding. That, does he do that? He does that, that on the show. He, he calls, calls people, people stupid donkeys and he yells at them. I thought you like John Krasinski. Oh, he's good too. I have a whole list, but I'm just saying. Well, Gordon Ramsay, chef. Yeah, he's on the list. Weird. Do you like Simon Cowell? No. Nobody. No. So it's not like an authority thing. No, no. It's specifically Gordon Ramsay. Okay. And his sexy chefing skills. Maybe I'm just hungry. Okay. <laughs> there it is. That's okay. Dave knows of my affinity to Gordon Ramsay. It's fine. But yeah, no, I think you've hit it right there. The grass is... Everybody suffers from... What is it? FOMO? Fear of missing out. And this idea of the grass is always greener. And that becomes a problem. And uh, I think, I think that happened for me as well in the, in the pandemic, I was like, okay, what I, there was a lot of shifting and pivoting, right? Because it was kind of like, okay, you work on the internet and that's kind of gone right now in terms of like, everybody's talking about COVID because they should be, because it was the middle of a pandemic. And I had to kind of shift and figure out what I wanted to do. And yeah, the creative juices kind of stopped flowing when we were in the middle of that. Um, I hate it when you call them. They're juices. It just, it sounds gross. 
It's juicy, baby. It's juicy. Drip, drip. <laughs> Isn't this fun? We're in the same car. I know. It's been so fun. long since we've been together. I All right. Know. Well, on that, I think we're going to end on juices. <laughs> wow. Because um, I don't see why we wouldn't, well, you know? But um, it, just get ready because who knows when we're going to announce more dates. Wink, wink. All right. So the who knows? Wink, wink. Is my name is not mom.com. You can follow Dina Blizzard at One Funny Mother everywhere, right? Uh, and uh, make sure that you join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. See you guys next time.